Frankie and Johnny were sweethearts. Lordy, how they did love. They swore to be true to each other, as true as the stars above. He was her man. He wouldn't do her wrong. Frankie went down to the corner to get her a bucket of beer. She said, Mr. Bartender has my loving Johnny man here. He is my man. He wouldn't do me wrong. This is a test for the lead killers. We're not doing Australian accents <laughs> tonight, Bryn, just in case you were wondering. You don't know that I didn't have some people from Australia in here intentionally. Next time, um, yes. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> to the Lady Killers Podcast. I am sitting across from the beautiful, lovely, talented Kelly. And I am sitting across from the beauty, lo- beautiful, remember that time I was like, beautiful, <laughs> lovely, talented Bryn. When do you tell a go- what, when do you tell your ghost date for a compliment? You're bootyful. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. Uh, what's up? <laughs> so we're gonna be doing. Um, we're gonna try and make this a mini so It's no not gonna promises. be a mini. I don't think it's gonna be a mini <laughs> But um, a couple while back we did where we both watched a TV show and then we talked about what we watched and the women in it. Um, so we're gonna do the same thing again today. Yes. We watched and two different franchises. Yes. And we haven't told each other which specific episodes we've watched so now we're, you're gonna hear us reacting yes in, in that same way <laughs> um, and then we also have a little promotion yes so i'm gonna go ahead and read that Do um it. so and if you are a podcast preferably true crime or feminism stuff like that yes um feminism hit us great, yeah. yeah hit us up if you have a promo we can read it or you can record it just 60 seconds or less yeah. Um, so this week we're promo swapping with the Mason Jar Chronicles, which I've listened to a couple episodes and they're awesome. They're good. They're great. Um, they're, I like that their episodes are a little shorter, which is funny. Shorter than ours. Ours are so, so long. long. We like not having to listen to other people's voices as much as we like listening to ours. Yeah. So the Mason Jar Chronicles is a comedy true crime podcast, but they cover more than just crime. Anything creepy, morbid, or weird, they'll talk about. They bring comedy to your nightmares. You can follow them on Instagram at Mason Jar Chronicles Podcast and Twitter at MJC Podcast. You can also listen to them on iTunes, Stitcher, and they're available on Patreon Ooh. at patreon.com slash the Mason Jar Chronicles. So go check them out. Give them some love and support. Um, and yeah, they're great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Okay, cool. And they've been giving me a lot of baby advice. <laughs> Do they have babies? No. Yeah, um, the host, they have a four-month-old. Oh, okay. So cool. it's been like, let's talk about podcasts, but also let's talk about babies. The podcast <laughs> community is so great. Also, am I it not is. giving you enough baby advice? I mean, you are. Just don't I have just a baby. I tell everyone that I'm having a baby, and then they're like, oh my god, that's great. I tell everyone I just had a baby, and they're like, oh, that's great. I'm like, she's three. She's three. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what is, she's 35 Whatever. and a half yep. months old. She, yeah. Oh my god. I, I yeah, I'm people. terrible about that. Um. So yeah, let's get started. I, I'll start. Yes, you go first. So the franchise that I did was Deadly Women. And the thing that I don't like as much about deadly women is they don't spend i 
feel like there is enough content to just spend one episode on one deadly woman. Obviously, because we do a podcast about it. I watched one. They crammed some lady in England and then Patricia Colombo. They're both two huge cases. Yeah, like that would be a three-parter for us. And I'm like, you could have done an episode on both of these women by themselves. Well, it's just because even in the female true crime shows they're still we can't give them that much <laughs> don't give that much time to these women and there's so much that's the thing that i obviously enjoy these shows and love them but there's so much slut shaming oh and my God. so much of that stuff that goes on that it is upsetting yeah I, you know i'll talk about it so i watched <laughs> deadly women the episode that i watched was to love and to murder. Ooh. I thought because Kelly, we recently announced that Kelly and Graham, my best friend, uh, <laughs> got married. They got Maui. Yeah. Maui. So I thought that I would do this. I did marry them. Yes. I thought that <laughs> <laughs> I wore my glasses. So I felt very official. You looked very official. Yes. Thank you. I thought it would be appropriate to do one about women that kill their husbands. Which, oh, perfect. Thanks. <laughs> in honor of your recent nuptials. Yay! Yay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the thing about women that kill their husbands, if Brad and I ever got divorced, I would immediately hire a bodyguard for him. Because he has really good life insurance. And, yeah, and I have a podcast about murder. <laughs> I am not. I would be the first person. If if he got murdered somehow, even if he died in an They're accident. Like, it was definitely his wife. I would put a freaking body cam on him because. You probably should. I should do that anyway. We need some Black Mirror shit. Have exactly. you watched that show? Yes, I love Like the Black one where Mirror. they record everything they see. That drove Brad me crazy. Yeah. I hated that episode. Anyways, I They're could talk about Black watching Mirror for me. an hour. Yeah. We could have a Black Mirror podcast. There's probably already one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because I'm not going down for that. He could mm-hmm. fall down some stairs and they would say, did you know his ex-wife? <laughs> it's a podcast about murder and also terrible credit. And she jokes about killing her husband on it. All the time. <laughs> so, no, I would, I would have a vested interest in making sure he stayed alive. Yes. Uh, yes. So, um, we're going to do, we're, each of us are, are going to do in our most dramatic voices, the intro to these shows (laughs) mine's only two lines all right well mine mine is more so okay ready marriage is a lifelong commitment of love and wedding vows to have and to hold for better for worse until death it was part but for these monstrous wives it was only the vow of death do us part they upheld And then it goes. I need you guys to understand that Brynn is making weird direct eye contact. And I'm making direct eye contact and I'm with Kelly. Not to laugh as I'm saying this. <laughs> and then, then it goes on to say, "These deadly women broke more than hearts. They live by the oath to love and to murder deadly women, which doesn't make sense to me. No, I want to write the intros I, yes, for these we because could do they're that. different for every single episode. Well, what, the oath to love and to murder, that's not... I didn't take that oath. And that's a strange... <laughs> it's not clever. It just doesn't make any <laughs> no. sense. And, you know, I just wish... who's We could write for those shows. We could. It'd probably be funnier. Give us a call. Yeah, come on, ID. I would also love to write a Lifetime movie, but that's beside the point. This isn't to plug all my fantasies. <laughs> 
So in this episode of Deadly Women explores three black widows, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think that they would also be sort of in the femme fatale. The first woman is so fucking fascinating. I could do, we could do an entire episode on her and they should have done an entire episode we'll on her. We'll come back to her later. Okay. So <laughs> her, the first woman's name is Louise Pete. And yes, that's right. Uh, she was, this is like around 1913 in Waco, Texas, which fucking Waco. if you know about true crime, you know, it is famous <laughs> for fixer upper. Yeah. We're watching that in the Obi's <laughs> office today. <laughs> if you are familiar at all, you know that the one thing that has put in Waco on the map is magnolia table so <laughs> nothing to do with david crush <laughs> so it's around 1913 the thing it has features kelly's favorite fbi profiler oh god because the, the doll face the doll-eyed glassy-faced <laughs> candace DeLong. she's awful you guys she's in all three parts but you can tell that they filmed them at wildly different times because like she is in the Her stages changes. Of, she's in the stages of growing out a pixie cut mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and it is very severe it is like if you took my uh fifth grade through ninth grade <laughs> yearbook photos and just like montaged them together that is yeah. The trajectory of Candace DeLong's yes. haircuts, but yeah, Candace DeLong is also a terrible, terrible feminist. She's so, so like slut shaming, yeah. and like she's got she's these not even little. She's the Carrie Bradshaw of FBI profilers. <laughs> she is literally called women sluts, sluts on the show. Yeah, she does often. Yeah, and it is upsetting. And these women are kill. I not not often do I find myself <laughs> saying, "Well, that's unfair about a fucking killer." <laughs> But that's unfair. But that's unfair, you know? So Louise apparently was uh, so a little Southern Belle. Y'all thought there wouldn't be any accents in this, but you were wrong. Just not the Australian ones. Okay, all right. I get it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is when they started out, this Deadly Women, if you guys watch, which I'm sure you do if you're listening to this podcast, heavy on the reenactments. Heavy, heavy heavy which is strange because they do not put a lot of effort into them no and they what was that i think we talked about it last time i did that one where they like stare at the camera they stare at the camera yes <laughs> so uncomfortable this woman just like stares into a washing machine for like three minutes and i was like come on the show's only 30 minutes and you're doing three women we don't have time for weird parallel washing machine staring no. so they the makeup that they have on louise she looks like a ventriloquist dummy brought to life that which i'm like surprise me i'm did Candace DeLong do the makeup? <laughs> Is she also the makeup artist for this show? She's more Candace DeLong will stare through your soul. Yes, she's like more <laughs> bright rouge. Make her look glassier. So we start out with Louise doing a, a sort of like strange dance and some bloomers oh. <laughs> in a one bedroom hotel room for a rich oil man named Diamond Jim. Ooh. But Diamond Jim was a Yankee. Oh. Diamond Jim wore diamonds on his. They're like he wore his diamond on his hat. He wore diamonds on his tie. He wore diamonds on his belt. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. Thanks. So Diamond Jim, okay. <laughs> so a pa- like for no reason, 
at, at all that I can discern. A week after meeting him, Louise shoots him in the head. The best part about this is that they they show her walking up and shooting him point blank. And they just look over and there's just like a little charcoal <laughs> like drawing at his at temple. <laughs> no blood. Which... The crazy part I've noticed, some ID shows, when they do, like, reenactments, sometimes they're mild, and then sometimes they'll just straight up show you a dead body. Exactly. A real and, dead like, body. What? The, like, the, in, like, from a cream, cre- a cream site. From a cream <laughs> site. Oh, my God. What, what have fuck? you been doing? I don't know. Oof. Hey, if Kelly goes down, I'm not on part of this. <laughs> a crime scene. Yeah. A crime scene. They'll show you a fucking dead body, and I'm like... Where was the warning? Where's the warning? No. Not that then they'll just do a little charcoal on the temple. (laughs) Yeah. So then we find out uh, the narrator's Candace DeLong is saying (laughs) this isn't her first kill. This isn't the first death she has on her hands. Her first husband died, but he killed himself. So I'm thinking, oh, they're going to say... No, he really did kill himself. They're oh. they're blaming the suicide on her, and oh, they do okay. this several times throughout the episode. Which, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not down with that. Yeah, like give, okay, give I, them credit where it's due, but not where it's not. And I get that you probably, yeah, she's probably not a great person, probably not great to live with. <laughs> but it's not her fault. They're like, oh, he found her in bed with another man, so he killed himself. That's not her problem. That you is know? not her fault. And here's the other thing. Louise, I get it. You like to enter the bone zone. Yeah. Just fine. do that. Don't kill people. Don't you marry know, them. Just do that. You don't bone have to... and go. Exactly. So she's killed her second lover, Dam P- or Dam and Jam. And she gets it's arrested. Diamonds. Yeah. Diamonds are. I say that. Well, They're well, awful. Yeah. Like while I'm wearing a diamond ring. Um, <laughs> I have diamond encrusted in my hair. By the way, they searched my hair going through airport security when I went to New York. And I was like, what is this? Uh, casino? Like, <laughs> what were you hiding in your hair, Britain? I don't know. Obviously diamonds. All the drugs we don't do. I was in, in a ponytail. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> salty. So <laughs> she is tried. She's arrested and tried for killing Diamond Jim. Good. But they are quick to point out that she is a pretty little Southern belle, and Diamond Jim was a Yankee. He oh yeah, this was back Yan- in the early was like 1900s. 1900s. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like Those that's damn probably Yankees. A- was that a musical reference, or were you just no? Oh my god, there's a musical called Damn Yankees. Oh, you didn't know that? But also, I have family up north, and I call them Damn Yankees. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a Yankee. <laughs> and Brand was almost proud for a second. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> was that a musical reference? No. Okay. Cool. No. Uh, no, I had no idea what's going on. So it was an all male jury of Southern men, and she said that he was trying to rape her. So the all-male uh, jury was listening to her talk about how she was saying that he was attacking her virtue and he tried to force himself on her, which yeah, I, we know now in hindsight that that was not the case. But I get how he, I don't think that him being a Yankee should come into play, but I get how <laughs> seeing a different woman, time, especially time. how much, you know, value is placed on virtue. So she was acquitted. Yeah. So then she goes moves away 
She, you know, she doesn't need the, sh- like the shadow of that like you do. And, but she doesn't have any money at this point. So she hooks up with a hotel clerk that gets her a place in a hotel. And he finds her with another man, in bed with another man. Oh, no. Which is fine if you left a bone, just be open about it. Yeah. So guess what he does? He dies. He hangs himself. Oh. They're also, but did he? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> But he, that's what this episode should be. It should be. But did he? But did he? Because he hanged himself. I mean, here's the thing. This is not the last man that will kill himself. Oh, okay. You know, so she is giving them that very good putty. Okay. She's putting it down in a way that dudes are not able to come back from. <laughs> She has no hard limits. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and they said that she was beautiful and articulate. Yeah. And, you know, so after the hotel, she leaves the hotel clerk and then she finds this dude that she really actually does love very much. They get married. Oh, did he die too? Well, let me finish. <laughs> um, I was talking to you like you were Flynn. <laughs> well, uh, so they have a baby. They have a daughter. Okay. And she's happy for a little bit. And then she says, I'm not cut out for this. Peace. <laughs> Bye. And he is distraught. But she says, hey, I'm just not feeling this whole mothering thing. I don't think I was meant to be married or be a mother, which I respect. I mean, don't have children and then abandon them. But if you yeah. think, I mean, in hindsight, probably best their daughter. Yeah. And dude, you probably got lucky. Yeah. Well. well. Oh. Oh. The story's uh, not over. It's not over. <laughs> But also, she probably doesn't need that role model around in her life. No. And if you are a sociopath that recognizes that you should not be a mother, probably Good best you. to step away, okay? So I give her props yeah. for that. Self-recognition is important. Exactly. So she goes off to L.A. La La Land. To do a bunch of cocaine and become a movie star. Don't we all? Um, I mean, we can dream. <laughs> That's the dream. They're so skinny. So she goes to LA and meets another oil man, Uh-oh. which is what is she in the oil men Facebook group? Yes. How are you meeting all these oil men? She has a type <laughs> traveling all around, and apparently she's short on money. So he leases out this house for her, okay. and they're hanging out. They are lovers. Of course but they are. she wants to get married. She's already married. Exactly. She doesn't care. Lady. But he does not want to marry her. Well, good. He's probably smart. Wait, Louise, this seems like the ideal situation for you, right? Yeah. A rich dude. He's got you a, a nice little bungalow in LA. You're getting You're your boning. boning. You can bone other people. Yeah. He's giving you money. Everything's great. I think it was the rejection Oh, and okay. I think she didn't really like hanging out with him that much. She probably no. didn't like boning him that much. She probably just wanted his money. Yeah. She was like, I want all your money. And yeah. I, then I want to be free to bone whoever. And I need you to be married to me so I can get and more of your money when you die. As a narcissist, probably him saying no to her yeah. was... Not good. Not good. So she tells the groundskeeper, you're living in a house with a groundskeeper, bitch. Keep that around. Yeah. If this is your end goal, bone that dude, you know, and and keep that. Then maybe you get a a seaside house and he signs it over to you. You know, it's like play the long game. So she tells the groundskeeper, 
to take a bunch of dirt and throw it in the basement because she's going to grow mushrooms (laughs) because they are her boyfriend's favorite. So she sounds like just (laughs) no foolproof plan. The logic is solid. So she lures him into the basement and kills him. Did she bury him in the dirt? In yes. the basement? Yes. How much dirt was in the basement? I don't know, probably a shit ton. <laughs> what the fuck? Mushrooms need so much dirt. Couldn't you have just been like, can you dig me a hole, oh, please? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just don't as... Don't question it. It's just as fucking obvious. <laughs> I'm going to plant some trees. But it needs to be a really big, deep hole. And then I think she thought the, the smell of mushrooms would mask... Whatever, she's stupid. And she's already gotten away with murder. So she... <laughs> runs back after she kills this dude and realizes that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, rushes back to her husband that with the daughter. Oh. And he's still very wildly in love with her and believes her. Oh. They come it's in not a... going to end well for you, bro. And arrest her. Oh. And this time, they're like, oh, this is the same exact thing that happened before. We don't really believe that you're a virgin. <laughs> so we don't think he was trying to steal your virginity. Also, you were living in a house that he owned. People saw you out and about. You introduced him as your boyfriend. And people don't naturally die under a pile of dirt. And then you marry them. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets put away for 20 years after she is in prison. Her husband is sending her letters, sending her letters. He, Bro, run. He doesn't hear back from her. She doesn't send him, so he kills himself. Or did he? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my other thing. Is that for a, a program that drew a little charcoal circle for a, 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 a gunshot wound to the a, head? Yes. To a close range gunshot wound. Did not put any blood spatter on her. They have him laying on a table with vomit because he overdosed on drugs. But they they made sure to put the vomit element there because they really wanted people to know. They do a close up on it. And there are the pill bottle is just full of white Tic Tacs. (laughs) Get some aspirin. (laughs) Who is the production assistant on this? They didn't want anyone to accidentally take some aspirin. Yeah, there were clearly white Tic Tacs. I'm like, what the fuck? Whatever do we have around? ID. Bobby, where's that PA? What do you have? What do you have on you? <laughs> you got Tic Tacs? No, those are orange. Shelly. White. Yes. Great. Throw them on the table. Go. But they made sure to put the vomit element in there. Those fuckers. So we think that this is the end of Louise. Oh, no. It's not. Oh, no. So Louise is in prison for about 20 years. So she's like in her 50s at this point. Yeah. She's a model prisoner. Of course she is. So she gets... Parole. Early parole. Yay. Do not let people that plan murders out on parole. <laughs> Especially when they second murder. If it's not self-defense, you get to stay. Do not ever let them out. Yeah. If that is a person capable, suck a crocodile dick. <laughs> this is your new home. <laughs> if you are capable of looking at someone and thinking, I could kill them. I want to kill you just for money and shit. Or for fun. Or for funsies. Yeah. That's not a person that should ever be allowed out. No. So she gets out. She uh, gets a job as a caretaker for an older gentleman. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not going to end well. (laughs) But did he? But did he? (laughs) So it's an older gentleman and his wife. So she's like a housekeeper and a caretaker because the older man has dementia. Okay. 
And she's very upfront with them about her past about and past. about her murders. She says it's self-defense. She just explains it. Oh, but there's okay. this one dude that I, I guess wrote a book about it. And he says, at this point, Louise had gained weight. So she was not the intestine thing she was when she was young. You don't know anyone's preference. Old dude could have been into BBW. Fuck you, you ruddy yeah. faced motherfucker. <laughs> for saying, oh, she gained weight so no one would find her attractive. Go fuck. Look in the. Mm, okay. Anyways. Calm down, Bren. So she's working for them. They're writing these really good, like, review letters to her for the parole board. But then. She's getting tired of taking this couple shit and not having her own money. So she tries to forge a check for $200. Uh Uh-oh. And the wife finds out. Uh Uh-oh. And... That's a lot of money back then. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Soon after, the wife is on a vacation that she is not coming back from. Uh Uh-oh. Then they just, like... like, Did she kill herself? (laughs) No. They found her underneath the flower bed. Oh, well, so I see a pattern here. Louise is just Louise likes gardening. Brazen. Louise is a gardener. Okay, you cannot put a woman away for a green thumb. <laughs> That's not fair. So she immediately sends the husband. Off to some sanitarium. Oh, that's that good. is like sad. That's so sad. This I poor mean, man. it's sad, but I mean, it's not getting murdered. But yeah, God, those exactly. places back then. Yeah, that's true. So then she finds another dude. Oh, God. Which also, fuck you, other guy. I'm like, I'm not defending the attractiveness of a serial killer. But she lands another husband who apparently loves her very much. She moves him into her boss's home. The old people home. Yeah. And she keeps writing the parole letters. This is why she got caught. The parole letters are insane. Louise is the most perfect, beautiful, amazing woman that's ever lived. Okay, Louise, calm like, down. You're covering your tracks too much, and you are so much of a narcissist. Yeah. That a parole officer is like, these are too good. Yeah. And then looks at the signatures, the before and after signatures, and says, something's up. Comes to the house, finds this woman underneath a flower bed, and arrests her again. So then she's taken to prison, found guilty, given a death sentence, and she dies in the gas chamber, which is only one of four women in California to ever go to the gas chamber. You think this is the end? Oh, God. It's not. Did she live? No, she died, but her last husband killed himself. (laughs) But did he? (laughs) But did he? She is giving them that very good putty that they are murdering themselves high and nay because what did this woman have? Maybe she had a stalker that killed her. Remember like Belle Guinness was, oh hey. Hey. Belle Guinness like just landing dudes left and right even though she was a serial killer who obviously was probably not great company. No. Yeah. So that is the end of. You just got to work that charm. You just had to work with what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. I mean, props to that. Don't kill people, but, you know. Yeah, please don't. If you're eight. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I aspire to that because that's fucked up, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. We agree. We agree. Right. Yeah. We were already right. agreed. Whatever. 
Uh, so <laughs> they spent the the most amount of time on Louise. Like we could do a whole episode on we'll her. Come back to her one day. Yeah, because this is fascinating. Yes, I think I remember. I think I watched that episode. Oh yeah, and we would also we should have put this in the beginning. Uh, we have done no extra research no, other than really. what the ID channel has, which no. is probably not a lot uh, given the Tic Tac situation. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Sorry, guys. sorry. I'm pretty sure ID finds like these stories online and then they read them verbatim. They're murderpeding it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or They're like not you'll go to books. Wikipedia and you're like, this sounds exactly like it's verbatim <laughs> what I just <laughs> heard. The narrative of this <laughs> so then we move on to an, another murder another candace DeLong pixie cut Ew. and <laughs> this woman is jane doritic mm. and she i say that because I, I the pronunciation is probably uh wrong but whatever whatever so this is in 1999 oh recent ish yeah, recent ish and she is living in sunny, beautiful. Not your hometown, California. Southern California. Ah! I don't know if you guys know, but I'm from there. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's but in San you? Diego. But am I? <laughs> but did he? Yes. So uh, Jane Nordic has a very high paying job. And she also loves horses, which again, the horse thing. If you're into horses, I get it. My sister-in-law rides horses. She's an equestrian. But you might be a murderer. Be wary. Yeah. And so she is thinking about, she's like, all of her life is, uh, her plan is to own a ranch. Okay. And her daughter is also super into horses. So she's at this point in her life renting a ranch. Okay. Lots of horses. Things are going fine. But... She's a fucking nag. That's what Candace DeLong says. She's a of nag. Course. Her poor husband of 27 years. Nothing is ever enough for her. He quit his job mm-hmm. to work on the ranch with her. Their daughter works on the ranch. He's like doing odd jobs and stuff. Candace is very tight with the purse strings. It's her money. She makes it. She spends it how she wants. They have already had a trial separation. Oh, that's good. We're off mm-hmm. to a great start. We're off to a great start. This is going to end up great for the husband. Oh, so, I'm sure it is. <laughs> she is just mean. He's she's mean to him, and I mean, given what happens later, I am inclined to think that that is the truth. So basically, all she cares about is her daughter, who works on the ranch, and horses. Okay. And she has like a high-powered job. Blah blah blah. She doesn't wear makeup. Her hair is brown. Okay. Yeah. So. She is constantly berating her husband until one day she gets home and he is looking at jobs. Uh Uh-oh. And she's like, you're so dumb. You couldn't get a job, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, don't you understand? It's not about the job. Bitch, he quit his job. He quit his job for you. Exactly. Like being very supportive, trying to love what you love. So, and they're also, they've been married for 27 years. They have a daughter. Yeah. She is like whatever you're so dumb and he says don't you understand it's not about this is on the reenactment i don't know if this is what happened in their real life but i uh, you know given the crack job that id does i would say yes yes so she tells him that he can't get a job he says it's not about the job it's about us Mm -hmm. i'm filing for divorce yay 
Exactly. He stands up for himself. He's like, I'm leaving. Which, I mean, here's what you do. If you have a spouse that's like that, leave in the night. Yes. Get leave the, and then leave file first. I know that you want the satisfaction of looking in their eyes and saying, give me a goddamn divorce. But don't. Because they might stab you. Have a lawyer do it. You. you know, yes. In the night, like a ghost. Yes. Disappear. Then Bye. serve them papers. Okay? Not victim shaming. But that's just from now on, let's all remember that. Yes. So she's fine with it at first. Then she's like, okay, so all we need to do is think about splitting up the house and the cars. And her attorney says, you're going to have to pay him alimony because you have such a high paying job. And he quit his job. Uh And she freaks the fuck out. She's like, no fucking way am I paying this dude alimony. But you've been married for 27 years. I I mean, there's a reason that the law is like that. It's whoever has the higher paying job. It's not just because... I hate it when people are like, he's a man and he's taking money from you. So what? Who fucking cares if he quit his job and if you're making more money? It's all community property. Especially in California. And we would never say that. I know. Uh, (laughs) We would never say that to a woman. No. Like, oh, it's so gross that you're taking your husband's, your ex-husband's money. Like, I hate that. That makes me so mad. Yeah. So she freaks the fuck out. (sighs) A couple weeks later. A jogger is found on the side of the road. Oh, no. It's her husband. (gasps) His name is Bob, I think. But did he jog? (laughs) No. So they say that they immediately notice some things. He's jogging in like a wet area. And he's been like his basically his skull is cracked into a million pieces. Oh, okay. It sounds like he just fell into his head. No blood on his clothes. Jane, you stupid. Jane, you ignorant slut. Uh, Just leave him in his bloody clothes. She. Uh, After you bash his, his clothes are His clothes are completely clean. His shoes have no dirt on them. And they've been tied from the outside. You know when you tie your kids' shoes, the knot is different than when mm-hmm. you do it yourself? Yeah. So they're immediately like. This doesn't make sense. Uh, someone killed this man and moved him here. Also, oh, he's in the middle of divorce? Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) I wonder who the first suspect is. So Jane calls the police, but this bitch is doing laundry when they get there. Does she have a lot of bleach in her laundry? Jane, what are you thinking? So they can hear the laundry going as they're in, and she's like, I don't know what happened. This is crazy. They say they walked into the house, and they knew immediately what happened. There's a big old rug next to the bed. (laughs) Pull it up. Rolled up. Blood everywhere. (laughs) She, like, moved a rug over it. They're like, we knew exactly what happened. So they found all of this stuff, and they reenacted this so amazingly. Jane, you Mm. clean up, and then you dump the body. Jane, you had all the time you wanted. Also, why did you even call the police? Yeah. You and your husband are estranged. Okay. So they were like, she did the shittiest cleanup job because it didn't go, because she barely planned it. She thought she was so smart. No. She got some horse tranquilizers. And that was her plan was to, you know, put them into his system while he was sleeping. Mm -hmm. He woke up. Yeah, yeah, as you do when someone tries to stick a needle in your arm and you already yeah. are in a weird relationship. Yeah, that's true. So he wakes up, fights her off. She also has a hammer. So she doesn't have a backup plan. She was Wishes ready. to bash him in the face yeah. 70 times. Like obliterated his skull. Then 
takes off hit and then has this genius idea that she's going to say someone attacked him while he was jogging. So then you're getting blood all over your house, then changes his clothes, ties his shoes, then gets blood all over her car, and then trail into the car, gets it all over her car, and then dumps him out. Jane, you messy. Jane, you're, you think you're too smart. You're arrogant. And mm-hmm. that is what Candace DeLong said. And I did agree with her on that point. You're arrogant. Like one out of a hundred things she says. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So obviously the catcher, but it the thing that really freaked me out about this is that they said she'd been married for to this man for twenty seven years, slept next to him, had his child. That's crazy. Could take a hammer and bash his head in. Yeah. For money. Ugh. The way that we care about money in this country is fucked. But it's also this vicious cycle because you have to. Because yeah. if you don't have money, I mean you don't need that much money, but it's crazy because the people that don't have money, it's that's your kids you know being alive but people that have money care about it so much that they're willing to kill for it and the people that don't have it are dying because they don't have it yeah it's so fucked we'll talk about that in depth in a i don't know just a Bryn rants episode yes so she goes to prison yeah 20 years to life i didn't again did not do any post research she should never get out no if you if you've slept next to a person for 27 years and had their kid and you can say hey guess what my money is more important than my daughter having her father you are not a person that needs to be no. out and about in society in your new home exactly goodbye so i have already been talking for a very long time i will speed through this last one <laughs> so the last one is in 2000 okay in virginia oh uh, this one is where candace DeLong really gets again another another day another pixie cut yay she is real into the slut shaming. Like, real, real into it. Yeah. So there's this woman named Teresa Lewis. And she's in her 30s. And she marries an older man, Julian Lewis. His second marriage. Okay. His wife has recently died. So he's okay. a widower. And she marries him. He has adult children her age. And it's really sweet. His daughter is talking in the beginning. And she's like, you know, I want to... Like, I won't, you guys, I won't lie to you. I, I, I hate her. I won't lie. And it's, like, of course you do. She murdered her dad. Yeah. It's almost like, we know where this is going. Like, since we are watching the show at this point, we know that she's murdered your yeah. father. So babe, you don't have to apologize. You, hate her all you, you are you allowed want. to fucking hate her. Which also, I think anyone whose father marries someone the same age or younger. Yeah. You're suspicious about it. It's strange. Yeah. And you should be probably. Yeah, but uh, you can tell that they really wanted this girl to look trashy because they did not brush her hair. Oh, God. They're like, here's how you look trashy. You're from Virginia. Let's... Have blonde hair. Don't <laughs> oh. brush it. <laughs> it's a... Okay. So she's married to Julian. Julian has three adult children, two sons and a daughter. Mm-hmm. They're a couple years into their marriage. Everything's kind of okay. She's sleeping around, which I get it. If you want a bone... Do it. Do it. But don't your husband don't or get marry married someone or marry cool someone who's with cool with it. Marry someone who's cool with it. Exactly. So she is hanging out with him. His oldest son dies Uh-oh. in a car accident. Nothing. Did he? Did he? And Julian inherits two hundred thousand dollars in life insurance. And for Teresa, this is like bing. She's like, oh, money. Mm-hmm. Oh, when people die, you get vacation. money. Exactly. So she's quickly spending the money, spending the money. 
she meets two guys in a checkout line. And this is hilarious. I've seen this in a yeah. movie on the internet. <laughs> the reenactment is hilarious <laughs> because her husband is like two feet away. How could you not notice this? And then she writes her uh, number on this dude's arm in what is clearly an unsharpened pencil. <laughs> like no one, on produ- no one on production had a pen. No. It was like an unsharpened pencil and they had like tape on the eraser. <laughs> I was like... Why she just you... like carved it into his arm. Well, don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I <laughs> want you to bleed. Like, don't half-ass thirty reenactments. <laughs> whole ass one reenactment. Oh my god. So, she begins an affair with these two dudes, and at this point, there's also a lot of slut shaming. There's this guy that's like, oh, he gave she gave them a lingerie show, and she was having sex with one of them, but then also both of them. It's if that's, that's what you're threesome guys or polyamory. If that's what you're yeah. into, do it. It doesn't always lead to death. Don't shame people like no. that. Then she does at one point bring her 16 year old daughter into the mix and tells them that they can have sex with her. Which yes, shame. No, I will shame it. you. I will shame you for that. Yes, I, yes shame, shame. I will. I you will. Disgusting bag of. I will shit. shame you for that. Yes. So she's talking to these guys and basically saying. Oh, if we kill my husband, we'll get all this money and then we'll have because they're coming over when her husband's at work and okay, and they're all doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. And she's trying to convince them. And so they're they have this plan and it gets interrupted when his son, his still living son, CJ, not his dead son, because that would be a, a, a different show. Uh comes and he's in the army and he's about to get deployed to Afghanistan. Yeah. So Teresa's hanging out with her uncombed hair and she hears them talking and CJ is trying to get his dad to sign papers Mm -hmm. because you're trying to get your shit in order before he goes to Afghanistan. And he wants his dad to be the executor of his estate. And there's also a $250,000 life insurance policy. Yeah. So Teresa again is like, ding! And, but she has a limited amount of time because he's leaving the next day. Mm. So she's like, okay, calls her dudes. It's, and it's Halloween, which fuck you for, don't kill people on Halloween. Halloween is about lovely mayhem and fun mayhem and hijinks. Not about murder, murder, not about real murder. Don't Mm -mm. do it. So she's asleep in bed the two she leaves the door open the two dudes come in and they shoot the dad shoot cj and because they're such fucking douche wonder bumble butts they don't kill either of them what so they're all just lying there oh my god so then they have to reload why they reload which his daughter this was really this made me cry on the treadmill at the gym perfect she was like you know for my dad to have to sit there and hear them reload because i guess they were both both see him and his son were both screaming yeah to have to listen to them reload and not be able to do anything as his son was dying that's sad oh my just because this woman wanted fucking money which she was just gonna blow through anyway and so they reload Shoot them both. The dudes leave. Teresa waits two hours to call the cops. 
Let me guess. She didn't hear it. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Oh. She waits two hours. Is They say the 911 call. She's like, yeah, there's been a robbery. My husband and my stepson are dead. Just no inflection. That's, that's called murder. No crying. <laughs> Just a whole, she's like, there's been a home invasion. They come. Guess what? Julian's not fucking dead, bitch. Oh, no. You sat around for two hours. She's got no You're blood on her. She's a monster and an idiot. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot to think you would get away with this. So the police come immediately. are like, uh, you're finding not a scratch on you. How did you not even get blood on you yeah. when someone stood in the foot of and your bed and shot you were sleeping with. your husband? You crawled over him. And then Julian's alive. And they're like, well, who did this to you? And he said, my wife knows. So, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Boom, boom. So then immediately she's like. But I guess while the police, while the ambulance was being called, she called his boss and said, hey, Julian's not going to be in work in work today. He was murdered. Also, when can I pick up his last paycheck? Then called the daughter and was like, just so you know, I'm not going to fight with you about it. I was the executor of both of their wills. So you don't get anything. What? It's been like four hours. Yeah. For all, like, he was still alive for two of those hours. You're not making a good, a good case for yourself. She was arrested immediately, rolled good. on the other guys. They both got life in prison. She got the death penalty. Ha. Yeah. So she's dead now. And that's Bye. deadly women. These women really were deadly. And it makes me sad for humanity that. Yeah, that people are like that. The people just have no, no mortal, comp, like, just. I mean, and they said that she would pray with him every night before bed. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Like, I have, you know, I'm not a religious person. I don't, that's not a thing for me, but I cannot imagine the ability to sit there and fucking pray with yeah. someone like and then you have them murdered. Fucking human pool turd, knowing that you're going to have them murdered. And that's, that's like your bad. husband. And, all right, I talked for a very long time. That's okay. it for me. That's it for death. And that was. Deadly wives. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> We're not doing wives with knives this episode, but I want to do no. that. Ching, ching, ching. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, so mine is shorter because okay. <laughs> I like giving you guys the Cliff Notes version. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I am too detailed. <laughs> so I watched Obsession, <laughs> Darkest Desires. Ooh, I didn't know that that was the sub. Yes. Um, I really like this show. Which is funny because I hate dramatic reenactments, <laughs> but the ones in this show are really good. Uh-huh. Like, I think ID had more of a budget than they did with Deadly Women. Or they just care more because it's mostly about yeah. dudes. And it's about stalkers. And, yeah. Yeah. All I knew is the, the promo, they had this one great promo that was this girl getting ready in front of a picture window for yeah. a date. And she was like putting two dresses up in front of her like you do when you're getting ready for a date. Yeah. And the dude goes, I'm so excited for our date. And she's like, yeah, I'm figuring out what to wear. And he goes, wear the red dress. And she goes, what? And he goes, LOL, from your profile picture. And she goes, ha, ha, ha. And then he's like just standing full out in the yard. Yeah. But it's like, he's not hiding. He's just like in the yard. like The show is creepy. It is very creepy. So, um, (laughs) yeah. So, and one thing that I've learned is um, 
stalking laws make me furious. They're the fucking worst. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, so their little intro thing. Yeah, read it. Is when desire overtakes reason, the human mind can unleash deadly obsession. These are the true stories told by the victims. I feel like that wasn't dramatic enough, but I love you and okay. Very simple. I don't do dramatic. <laughs> and then I accidentally typed the word hey after, so I don't know what I was doing. Hey. <laughs> um, so the one that I watched is the only one with a female. Which is so surprising to me because that cannot be true. Yeah, but that's the only like female stalker that they decided to feature. Okay, yeah. So, which... Jodie Arias was a stalker. Yeah, she was. But she was also a murderer. Uh, astronaut. Adult yes, diapers. We have to talk about her one day. Yes. Um, so the story follows Amy Nesis. She's an author and blogger. And so her story, it covers a four-year span. A long time. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that is a short time. Oh, God. Because a lot of the other ones, it's like a decade. <gasps> the longest one, the one that I was telling you about earlier where the lady actually died, was 22 years. He's doctor for 22, 22 years, years. The police didn't help her? Yeah. That poor woman. Her life must have been a living hell. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. And I almost did that one because it's actually a trans woman that was the stalker, but... okay. They didn't do a really good job. Yeah, you were messaging me about this. <laughs> ID yeah, yeah. is not great with they're trans not great women. With, they're not great with pronouns. They're <laughs> no, not, not great at, all. at the way that people talk about them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awful. Um, so ID, but, get your shit together. I know. We trust you. So Amy, um, she was this young professional. She wanted to buy her own house, start her own life. And her budget, you know, was not the best so she knew she had to move somewhere Get small yeah. yeah so she looked at this little duplex this is in 2004 so the housing market was oh yeah was bullshit but yeah, yeah, yeah. still fine i work in the housing market yeah, so. kelly knows this so i'm like yep you know more than me <laughs> so she found this duplex that she really liked it was in her budget um and she noticed, though, when she was looking at it, like, all the furniture was gone. The previous owners had already vacated. And she asked the realtor about it. And the realtor was like, oh, it just makes it easier sometimes for showings. To get all the furniture out of there and stuff? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, as someone who works in mortgage lending, I've yeah. seen two houses that people have bought where the person's not living there anymore. Yeah. That's crazy. Also, <laughs> like, the, the, there's a whole profession about yeah. people that put furniture and stuff and stage houses so that yeah. it looks nice an empty house looks weird it does unless it's like an apartment then you're like okay yeah exactly so she brought her friend back to look at it too and her friend made the comment you know your doors with your neighbors are really close <gasps> are you okay with that and she's like yeah whatever it's a duplex it's fine oh my god i the, the possibilities in my mind are oof well okay. so she has to walk by her neighbor's door every time she goes somewhere because she's the end unit Okay. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. All right. So she's like, whatever. It's not a big deal. She manages to talk the buyers down a lot in the price on the unit, which 
that's cool. But to me, I guess working in retro, I'd be like, why do you want so much less money? Yeah, like, why are you willing to accept that? (laughs) And you look back and think, she's probably saying, damn, I'm a good negotiator. No, you're not. I promise. Oh, man. There's usually a reason. If you're trying to buy a house and the buyer takes a lot less than what they're wanting, there's a reason. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, so she ends up getting this house and she moves in and everything's fine for like four days. Oh no. Okay. So, um, her neighbor, oh, and so this was the cool thing about, I liked about this case is it's actually two women. So the victim and the stalker are both women. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, so Amy's unpacking one night and all I thought it sudden, was Amy. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. All of a sudden, she hears, like, this yelling next door. And she's like, what is going on? So she's like, well, maybe my neighbor's having a fight with someone. So she just ignores it, mm-hmm. lets it go. It stops eventually. I lived in LA, so I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it starts again the next night. So it's, like, every night Yeah, it becomes this thing that happens every night. Does everyone own these I'm asking there are other put, neighbors, uh, yes. Okay. But everyone is an owner. I'm asking I you questions so. that you... Um, did you Zillow it, Kelly? Actually, okay. I don't know. Some people might be renters. And, I think okay. she was a renter. Okay, okay, neighbor okay. rented. Yeah, okay. So she just kind of deals with it. At one point, after like a year, she finally calls the police and oh, she... God. Yeah, a year. A year? She dealt with it for a year? Yeah. She finally calls the police and she's like, hey, I think there's something going on with my neighbor. She yells all the time. You know, I don't know if someone's hurt. And I think it's because the yelling escalated. Yeah. Like, she says that it went from like humane to almost like animalistic. Oh, God. So... Yeah, that's scary. I call the police yeah. about everything. Well, okay, so here's part of why I hate fucking stalking laws and why I hate just yeah. the police in general. <laughs> True. They're like, well, are you sure she's not arguing with a friend? Who the fuck cares if Who I, if cares? it's enough for me to call you, there's a, yeah. there's a dispute happening. Yes. Go fucking check it out. She's like, I don't know. I didn't go over and ask. Yeah. I'm not like, Hey guys, stop yelling, please. Yeah. Is it a friend or are you being hurt? Before yeah. I call the police, I really need to know. Yeah, so, uh, just whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Side note. So, because this also, it's the same logic where they're like, maybe you should go check. Yeah. When I lived by myself downtown, I was watching TV really loud one night. And I was super stoned. Got it. So, whatever. I like you do. I already bad hearing. So yeah, TV's so do I. loud. Well, I heard knocking, and I lived in a duplex, and my friend, she was still renovating the other side, so I was like, maybe she's doing work, because she would do work at, like, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, she must be doing something next door. I ignored it, and then all of a sudden, there's, like, banging on my windows. Oh, God. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, not cool. And I'm, like, so terrified already of living by myself. You're by your yeah. a woman living by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, the TV is up loud. I'm scared because someone's banging on my window. So I was like, I'm not going to mute the TV. No, because know. you know. Yeah, exactly. So I Which finally... Which men will never understand what this <laughs> no. is like. 
So, like, I managed to roll off my couch. <laughs> Kelly's, like, army crawling. <laughs> I, I did. I army crawled into my bedroom and locked the door. Oh, I love you for that, man. <laughs> because I have a gun. My gun was in my room. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I call the police, and my dog is, like, flipping out. Yeah, dude. And I'm, like, there's someone ba- I'm, like, crying, like, sobbing. I'm, like, there's someone banging on my door, and I don't know what's happening. And she's like, well, did you look outside to see who it Go is? Go fuck yourself. I was like, no, I didn't look out the window. It was a woman? Yeah, a dispatcher. Go fuck yourself. And I'm not fucking looking out the window. I just got to my room so that I could yeah. fucking call the cops. I was like, are there police in the area? Go so like a crocodile dick. I'm like, not going to go check. She's like, hold on. So she gets on. She like radios. There's police in the area. She's like, can you go look out your window and see if it's them? I was like, no. Are you kidding me? I told her. I said, absolutely not. Normally the first thing that they're supposed to be is like, where are you in the house? Yeah. Stay there. Are you safe? But we live in Escambia County. Fuck that. I was like, no, you can call them and let me know if that's who's outside my house. Yes. Yes. And they can identify themselves and you can tell me that they're here. So finally, after like five minutes, I'm glad I wasn't getting murdered at this point. Uh, yeah. She comes back. She's like, ma'am, there's about six police officers outside your house. So, of course, not only am I terrified, I'm stoned out of my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so finally, she's like, can you go outside? I was like, yes, but you have to stay on the phone with me. Yes. And she was like okay so i go outside finally and there's like this police officer and she's like ma'am did you not hear us i was like no i had my tv up loud also the last people that wasn't that was knocking the last person that was knocking was someone that yeah, should also, not have been knocking you were banging on my window and flashing a flashlight in it really yeah like seriously say ma'am it's the police like <laughs> well whatever. apparently they were saying that but my tv was really loud whatever fuck fuck them so here's the fucked up what happened Someone butt dialed 911 as they were driving by my house. And so they came and knocked on your door? And the cell phone, like, pinged pinged off of my house. That's how they tried to get your attention, was knocking on your window? Yeah, because I didn't hear them knocking on the door. Oh, my God, no. I was like, I'm glad that you checked to make sure I'm not getting murdered. Yeah, but that's not how you do it. But I straight up told this lady, I was like, you guys scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I have another, I have a story like that, but we won't And I, I made her further. tell me, like, what happened. I was like, why are you in this neighborhood banging why? on my door? Yes, what is exactly. going on? Like, is there something I need to be and, like, aware you, of? You should, ha- like, if it's pinged there, go to one of the neighbor's yeah. houses, too, and knock on their door. Okay. Yes. But anyways, so, long side note. So, <laughs> 911, not it. always the most helpful. So, no. they tell Amy, oh, well, you just need to file a noise complaint with your homeowners association. What? Which, if you've ever lived in an HOA, they're fucking garbage. I hate HOAs. They're the fucking worst. They made us throw away this lovely penguin that we had because it wasn't seasonal. Is this Whatever. an HOA? No. Our house is... Oh, no, good. I would never. One time in college, I... I was going to say, Brad, make better choices. I circulated a petition because this HOA was trying to make this elderly woman who had painted her house pink. Paint change it color because they're assholes so i signed a petition it didn't matter but still yeah. okay well sidebars uh yeah so Amy, that is so fucked up i there's a domestic yeah. dispute possibly happening next door file a complaint with your hoa oh, well it gets better so she calls her hoa and at this point she was like i think that they knew that there was something wrong with my neighbor because he just sounded annoyed like maybe you should just go talk to her 
Because like, they were tired of dealing with it? Yeah. He was like, we can't really do anything. She's not breaking rules. And she's like. Are there noise ordinances? She was like, "Um, yeah, there's a noise ordinance. And they were yeah. like, well, we need proof. And I'm like, Seriously? Well, you want me to record it? You obviously know that there's proof. Have the police come and hear it. Yeah. People so, are so lazy. No one wants to get involved. Everyone is so fucking lazy. Yeah. We're all responsible for each other. Yes. Okay. So she finally, like a couple days later, she's like, okay, I'm getting sick of this. So she goes and she knocks on her neighbor's door. Yeah. And Ugh. her neighbor like opens the door and she's just like, hey, I heard some yelling. Are you okay? And her neighbor like... The lady in the reenactment, like, with like crazy eyes, <laughs> just like crazy eyes. Oh man, <laughs> like fucking looks right through your soul. Oh Jesus, like a possum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My dog murdered a possum the other day, and they come from hell. Very excited. They're. I'm glad they're best friends now. I hate possums. Um, it was a baby, so you're a monster. Oh, that makes me sad. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm gonna edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> so. Her neighbor, like, starts just rambling about nonsense, like, oh, you don't like my yelling. That was my attempt at a Russian accent. Oh, she's from Russia? That's what they made her sound like. Okay, you don't like my yelling? Yes, I tried to stop. Okay. And then she's like... Why are you yelling? Then she starts talking about, I like what you did with the shelving in your apartment, (gasps) and I like the new colors. The neighbors didn't have that. So now Amy's like, what What the the fuck? fuck? Yeah. You've been in my apartment? Yeah. Okay. So, yelling doesn't stop. (laughs) It gets worse. She's just yelling at herself? Well, so Amy thinks that it started out that way. And then a couple months after this incident, she started yelling and would stand outside Amy's house and yell at her what yes about what just nonsense just nonsense this woman had to have owned this unit though because if she was renting the renters would have the the landlords would have kicked her out yeah so holy shit so okay so like around 2006 amy's like well i'm gonna sell my house because i can't tolerate this anymore well this is when the market started crashing yeah so she couldn't she actually wanted to sell it early on when she had just moved in Mm -hmm. but the problem with a lot of mortgage laws is you have to own a house for 12 because they don't want you to be a flipper yes yeah um so she was like oh i'm stuck fuck so she comes home one day and there's all these boxes stacked outside of her door and they just say police all over them what yes like just she was like okay i'm not gonna i'm gonna have nightmares these. tonight oh god because yeah. she was like she knew that the neighbor did it she's like i'm not gonna touch these like she said she felt like it was her way of the neighbor being like look at all this shit i've done oh my god so she left the boxes there for like three weeks what no one came to get them no she didn't touch them and then the neighbor i guess saw her outside one day and was like sorry about the boxes i'll make sure to get them moved what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you sleep at night? I don't know. Holy shit. So she starts asking, like, neighbors in the area about this lady, and they're all like, oh, I don't want to get involved, blah, Because she's blah, a fucking... Blah. Yeah. She's crazy. Well, and she'll get in your life. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. 
So, and I think at this point, Amy had called the cops a couple times. They were like, sorry, we can't do anything. Nothing we can do. So, the housing market. We're, we're giving out parking tickets. Our job isn't to take care yeah. of actual people. Blah. Yeah. So, at this point, we're probably around like year three now. She is like, I can't sell my house because the market's shit. No one wants to buy it. She's like a young woman yeah. on her own she, she can't have all afford this... to move yeah she doesn't have the resources yeah. to just pick up and leave yeah so she actually <sighs> ended up abandoning her house oh, for like seven fuck, months man like she paid her mortgage but she was couch surfing but she was, like i can't go home yeah and this was like supposed to be an investment into her future and such a great thing yeah. turned into such an ugly thing oh well, god apparently her neighbors like the other ones started calling her and be like hey we get it now. Because I guess after she left, she started targeting everyone yeah, else that neighbors. lived there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did so, they give you any background on this neighbor? No. Her name, I cannot find her name anywhere. Oh, you, and I think that it's part of whatever an act, plea like an ongoing, went through. Yeah. yeah. So she's referred to as the neighbor and everything. That's crazy. Yeah. Because this is... Uh, oh my god it's it's a criminal that's this is a dangerous person Mm -hmm. yeah so she finally moves back home she's like maybe things will be okay now no it just starts up again because her neighbor figures out that she's back Mm. her neighbor starts following her like when she's leaving her house like I'm I'm so disturbed right now I can't yeah because to not feel safe in your house is such a, a a I, I I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah, and this is why stalking laws make me angry like while because you sleep and oof. every episode I've watched of this show, it's literally these the people have tried so yeah they've tried so hard to get help, and the police are like, unless you have evidence, we can't do anything until they. And try the percentage to hurt of you. people that end up being murdered, yeah, is so high. Oh yeah, it is. And police are like, what? Yeah. So she finally like she's trying to leave her house one day. She gets in her car and manages to like book it. This bitch starts following her in her car. What? Yeah. Like chasing her down? Yeah. So she finally loses her and goes oh back God. home. Yeah. So part of what they didn't cover in the show that I found on... Amy actually has a oh, blog so about this. you did this. some research. Okay, a good little bit. I did none. Is what ended up getting her like motivated is someone gave her the name of a police officer that specialized in mental health okay, issues. Okay, cool. And her dad, I guess at some point the neighbor mentioned that she was suing Facebook. So oh, okay. back in like 2008 when it was just just starting. just starting, yeah. So that person probably went to Harvard. Yeah. Yep. And she, um, her dad was like, "Well, you should see if you can find something about her case." Hmm. So she did. Well, it was in the state of California because that's mm-hmm. where Facebook is. Yeah. And it would only let you look it up by defendant name. She was like, well, fuck, she's the plaintiff. And her dad was like, just type her name in anyways. Yeah. She was the defendant because she was stalking someone and had violated an order for an employee. At Facebook? Yes. Oh, my God. So Amy was like, okay, fuck this. I'm done. She starts recording everything. Every time this lady is outside yelling, she was recording it. Yeah. She finally calls this guy. And he's like, we're going to take care of it. This uh-huh. police officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So the next time she's outside recording, Amy calls 911. They send two police officers and they're like, she can get you arrested because she ha- at this point, she oh, now that's had a, a but that's also a order. great strategy is walking yeah. up to someone terrorizing a person and saying, hey, if she wanted to, she could arrest you. Yeah, because she had a restraining order yeah. at this point. That's great. That's a great strategy. Yeah. That's a great thing to do. So this lady actually like goes missing oh, shit. and they find her like two weeks later in a parking lot yelling. <laughs> this lady just loves to yell who knows what so the fucked up thing about it is like this lady didn't go to jail she j- get a job at fox news yeah right <laughs> she didn't go to jail what so amy still lives in the same place yeah she doesn't know where her stalker lives she has no idea where she no. is or and i found a blog post from 2016 so mm-hmm. this is eight years later oh my god I guess she had Google alerts on this lady. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it came up that she had been arrested a fourth time for violating a restraining order. <sighs> and Amy went to court to testify because she was like, you have got to do something. something. This woman shouldn't be out in yeah. society. She She's... got acquitted. Why? I don't know. She shouldn't be able to terrorize people like this. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, okay, so people just have to die. Someone has to die, basically. For it's, stalking to it's, be taken in seriously. Domestic, in domestic assault, it's the same yeah. way. And like, you all basically these, have to die. All these episodes, the people who do go to jail, it's like two or three years. For Yeah, it's I'm insane. I'm like, what the fuck? People that straight up threaten people yeah. with death are put in jail for six months. Yeah, well. And, and then they get out and kill them. One thing that I, that Amy describes stalking as murder in slow motion. Yes. Yes. Because that's literally that what it is. such is. an Someone apt description. Someone terrorizing yes. you and they're going to, they're, they're going to kill you. They're going to kill you. They're, it's a slow climb. Like they're yeah. reaching their berserker mode. And every little thing that happens is that ratcheting yeah. up to where they lose control because they already have no control and they're showing you that and the more they get away with it the more they feel emboldened to do more Mm -hmm. and when the cops come the problem is no one ever stopped this lady this one for four years that's insane and then the cops come and they're just like okay bye yeah the cops aren't gonna do anything the reason i'm not sure if she owned part of what did happen in court is she was forced to move she was no longer allowed to stay there yeah Maybe like a relative owned it or something. Or? I don't know. Yeah. But I was just like, I watch this show and it infuriates me. Stalking laws are insane. Yeah. But it's, it is a good show. It covers one person per episode. Yeah. That's what I like. Um, yeah. I don't want so much that you're like. Yeah. And yeah. I like that it's told from the victim's perspective because obviously yes. you don't get that on a lot of ID shows. Uh, no, you don't. Um. So, yeah. But you was- also said that sometimes they trick you. That was just one episode that they trick you. That you've seen so far. I don't like that. Yeah, they only have seasons one and three on there. Kelly said she was watching an episode and mm-hmm. the w- woman was like talking and telling yeah. her story. And then all of a sudden the chair was empty and it was like, psych, that was an actor. She's dead. Yeah. Like they do the reenactment where they find this lady in her bathtub and they pan back to the chair and it's empty. And it's like, this woman's story was told by an actor. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> oh, I'd be so mad. Yeah, I, I was like, what has happened? I do not like that. So, yeah, that is Obsession. I recommend it. I don't. Except that it no one really goes to jail in this show. If you want to be haunted by humanity, if you're not already under this administration, yeah. then uh, if you would like to further 
just kick your yeah. life into shitville, yeah. then watch that. It's funny. I can watch this, but I can't watch like cold case shows. I, I can't. I one time was watching a cold case Or like case shows show. where people go missing. Yes. I can't do that. I can't watch Disappeared. I was one time watching a cold case show and they, out of nowhere, no, no like shock no nsfw showed a woman's burnt body in a dumpster oh my god and i was like um i'm done yeah okay all right oh yeah there was an episode i think it was deadly women they just showed this dude in an open grave i was like no No. like they blurred his face i was like no warning no no thank you (laughs) no um okay so that was us talking to each other yeah last time we did this episode we got some positive feedback so let us know <laughs> if this was bad and you didn't like yeah. it or, or if, if you, you have did. a show that you really like that you yes. want us to watch if you have something that you really want us to watch or if you guys have uh someone that you really want us to do mm-hmm. then let us know we there are like you know big bads that we are alien warehouse and mm-hmm. obviously that stuff but like if you have like some lesser known ones or um, ones from your hometown or yes, we do have a hometown, but I think we'll do that on the next episode. Oh, okay. Because I also have a hometown. Oh, okay. You are from San Diego, so we could find anything from there. So, so many. It's a beautiful place <laughs> and a terrible place. <laughs> um, yeah, but let us know. Cause yes. you know, we love you guys so much. Yes. Um, and then make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, TLK Podcast. Facebook is the Lady Killers Podcast. Ooh, yes. And then we are officially on Patreon. There's an actual episode Please. on there, guys. Yeah, there's, a, there's like a mini. A so this mini was supposed to be a mini episode. This is, that was an actual mini episode where we tell our hitchhiker story. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to go and support our Patreon, that would be rad. Um, the show's always going to be free. Yes. Uh, but we would like to be able to change to a better platform mm-hmm. and get some better equipment and stuff. Yes. So if you did want to support us on Patreon, that would be awesome. We would really appreciate it. Um, any comments, questions, concerns, stories, the LK podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Make sure that you check out the Mason Jar Chronicles. Yeah. They're rad and uh, we appreciate them. Yep. And, and as always, don't play with Mercury and don't murder people. Bye. Bye, Bye, Bye mom. mom. Nigga! Uh, Nigga! <laughs> Nigga!